Hey. Hey. I'm really looking forward to this one. Me too. We are going to read out, I think it's 16 statements, 16 of the most controversial parenting topics ever. It's from this um, article from a couple of years ago. Some interesting talking points. Yeah, we'll see how it see how it goes. And see if we agree or disagree on some of them and just jump into each statement and see what we can dissect. Yeah. Should we just jump straight into just it? Just jump straight in. Number 16. Yelling and screaming at kids. Ah. <sighs> well, they they make a I'm just going to start off because I think it's really interesting what they say. It's the idea of sometimes like you lose your patience and you yell. But when you're out in public, you don't do that because of the looks and the judgment you'll get. And oh my God, that resonated so much. I was like, wow, that is so true. That is true. I'm a lot more comfortable. She's naughty to raise my voice a bit at home. But when I'm out. I don't, I don't do it because I'm like, oh god, people are gonna think I'm that parent. That that you do, you shout at your kid all the time. Yeah, that's actually quite true. Uh, It's a lot easier when you're with family and if you're at home with a little one. I don't even yell. I don't yell at her in front of people ever. But I think that reminds me of something you said ages ago when we were on the bus before, and this mum was like yelling at her kid. About something you'd done at school. Yeah. And you really were just like, it was so everyone. uncomfortable. It's like, why did she have to do that on the bus in front of everyone? Because you're just embarrassing the kid. Isn't that sort of the same? It's like when you're out and about, yeah. don't embarrass your kid. Yeah. But if they're really, really playing up yeah. and they have to be told, then, then they're going to get <laughs> sometimes saying nothing, a raised voice. Or sometimes it's the tone. Sometimes you don't even need a loud voice. Yeah. You just need like Stern. The, the tone and that one word. And then... And then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yelling and screaming at kids. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say we're quite... I try my best not to. There's been times where, where I've I've lost my rag and I've shouted and I felt really bad afterwards. You regret it almost straight away. Yeah, and, and I've had to sit down and I've had to say, like, I'm really sorry. sorry. Um, I, I lost... I lost my, my rag, temp- yeah. I, yeah, I lost my temper and... But you need to understand why emotional. at the same time. <laughs> I, it was it was my fault for yelling, but you need to understand why I was pushed to yelling. Yeah, and cu- cu- kind of, you know, don't yeah. you don't say it's your fault. You don't be say the reason but why I like, got to this point is because I think showing showing that emotion that you also have and then responding to it correctly yep. is normal because then also then you're showing your kid how to deal like when they do have these emotions because they're gonna have emotions when they want to scream. We all know that because mm-hmm. kids have. Temper tantrums. Temper tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. You know. Um, if they've seen you sort of have a little moment of that and you've instantly sort of gone, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my rag now, I'm going to calm down. Mm. They'll be able to learn how to do that. you just got to try and limit how many you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, not like an everyday sort of, sorry, mummy was getting angry again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's normal to let your kid know that you also have emotion. Yeah. People who stay, I mean, you're a lot calmer than me. You are. I'm more yeah. of a knee-jerk kind of, oh, my God, kind of person. That's what I'm like in general, where you're you're a bit more calculated, a lot calmer than me. So I would say I'm definitely more of the 
shouty wouty one <laughs> out of yeah. both of us. You and the funny thing is, is I know something's going wrong. If she's done something wrong, that you have to really raise your voice. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, she yeah, must she be doing do. something <laughs> like, for you, for you, Lily, to raise <laughs> your voice. And when it's me raising my voice, you, you're you're probably going, oh god, she probably didn't do anything. He's yeah. just a grumpy person. <laughs> Sometimes I Sometimes, am. Like, yeah. Oh, poor Amelia, grumpy, grumpy daddy. Grumpy daddy. <laughs> Number fifteen. Months versus years. 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 A hundred percent. Got to go with years. As soon, I think, as soon as you get to like, I understand up until like a year and a half, sort of saying eighteen months, because yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I because because I'm not the best in the world at math. So when <laughs> so when someone says like thirty six months or or twenty eight months, I'm, I'm like. In my head, I'm going. That too. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I, you know, I, I whip like... out a calculator at that point. It's tricky. Yeah. It's... Why do you? Why do you need to? Why do you need to do it? I don't mm. understand. It's like um, not that long ago, someone asked me how old Amelia was, and I said two and a half. But she's not two and a half. She's closer to three. But I didn't want to yeah. say, like she's two and three quarters or whatever or say oh she's nearly free because she wasn't nearly free but she was closer to three than she was to two so it's just like oh what a pain yeah it's weird but I, so i haven't actually come like like experienced anyone really saying that very much though i feel like people don't do it as much i don't know yeah I mean, just make sure that when they get to a certain age, you're not doing it. Not on like their fifth yeah. birthday when you're like, oh yeah, they're, you know, I don't know, 80, <laughs> 80 months old. <laughs> it's like, oh, so he's five. <laughs> What's the next one? Um, no winning in competition. Um, okay, well, yeah. that's an int- I think there's there's a give and take for both. Yeah. I think they have, um, they, they talk about, um, all kids sort of being rewarded for a competition. Mm. And I think in some things, I think that's good because you, you just teach kids that, that there are different rewards other than just being number one. Yeah. Which they're going to have to experience at some point in life. So that's good. But then also there is over-rewarding. Like at my school, one year, you know how normally at the end of um, at the end of a year, they um, you get head... Or, no, like best people awards. The best people, <laughs> best people awards. What school did you go to? <laughs> no, but you know, you get like awards for people who've worked really hard yeah. and stuff, a certificate. So that was never you? Actually, I won like two oh, years. Oh, did row. you? Oh, well done. Um, but one year they decided that everyone in the year just deserved oh, a that, um, certificate. What a, what a cop Literally, out. this guy had a certificate and it said for attending most of his classes <laughs> and it was just like well that's not fair you can't reward that i'm sorry no. a bit you know a bit of competition it is good yeah because you need to understand that there are so you need to teach young ones that you are going to lose probably way more times than you're going to win do you know what i mean yeah. you're going to lose quite a lot in life way more than winning <laughs> it depends how good you are <laughs> um, <laughs> but learning that you're not going to be number one all the time is good, you know. It, it you know it does teach you that you do have weaknesses and you've got strength. So I think competition is good, but then yeah. not the kind of like, you know, I, I think I, over no like no over 
competition. Like you don't want to your kid competing for everything, like to have the best at everything because mm. I don't think that's a good personality trait. Yeah. But um, being able to be a gracious winner, that's like a good a good trait to have. Yeah. I hope Amelia gets that at some point. Mm. Oh, she just throws a tantrum and just like... She's all right for now. She doesn't really play games. Yeah. That's why. We'll see how that goes down. <laughs> I mean, because when I was younger, I used to play Sunday League football and we were only kids. We were like 12, 13. Um, but, the, you know, there would be parents who would be like, really really get on their kids they were like 12 13 to really really perform on a sunday morning at like 10 a.m when it's freezing in like hackney marshes <laughs> you know it Come was on. just like this is a bit much and i remember like fights would break out between parents and stuff really they would come That's to the pitch like it was like oh is this really necessary it's funny to watch from a distance but like <laughs> after a while you're like nah this is not this is not healthy for anyone yeah Okay, sleeping arrangements. So, um, should kids co-sleep um, or, you know, Have, I I don't, I don't I care. I don't think it matters. I don't care I don't what really people care. decide. Personally. That's really personal. I wouldn't want to co-sleep now. Yeah. Because I... Um, I want my own sort of time and yeah. I want my own relationship with with you. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I need some time away. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. But like It really depends on the dynamic in the if, family. It if you really want to co sleep, there are times where I'm like, Oh, I wouldn't mind yeah, cuddling yeah. Amelia yeah. in bed tonight. But you know, mm. there's pros and cons to both. Like yeah. the relationship bond with sleeping with your kid must be immense yeah yeah it must but then be. the independence of being able a kid being able to sleep on their own also really yeah. really great don't don't understand why people would actually be bothered perfect i got no i got nothing to say <laughs> on that one the next one do. child leashes freak on a leash <laughs> <laughs> well she had one like the little baby harness baby harness do you call them reins though reins yeah, yeah. because when she was like toddling about I think maybe I think it probably depends on where you live. Oh yeah, if you live in if you live in the city, yeah, like um, us, where you're right out in London, you're right by a road, oh. and you got like you might have a lot of people on the streets. You just just for safety. Yeah, I work. Yeah, I like, but it was only while, it. but it was only while she was learning to walk. She's two and a two and a just over two and a half now. And yeah. we don't have her on reins anymore because we want to try and teach her a bit of trust there to to listen. She does well, have moments not, not where quite she does there run off yet, though. But <laughs> but yeah, I think I I don't see the issue. I see what it's a weird concept. Though. It is weird having like a it is it's like, like a small walking thing your on... walking your your pet. It yeah, is, it is it, weird. It does but look strange. It was it was apparently I was good. always on a leash when I was a kid. Because I was running off. I think there's quite a lot of baby photos of me out and about at the zoo with a leash on, especially at the zoo. The last thing you want is me as a three-year-old running about, not on a leash in the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Feed me to the lions. Yeah, leashes are cool. What's the next one? Gender neutrality. 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 There we go. We got it out. Yeah, Um, this is an interesting one because we've 
we talk about this quite a lot because even just a few days ago when I was at the park with Amelia, uh, a couple of the kids mistook her for a boy and they were all, they were all young. They were all like two and a half, three. And, and, and this little kid was like, no little boy. And then the mum had to say, no, it's a girl. And it's just quite funny. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. No, it's in like, I don't care if someone calls her a boy or a girl. Yeah. I kids just tend age. to say, oh, what a nice kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, I don't, I don't see why you have to be so strict with it. Yeah. And if people, I don't, if people want to raise their child, um, genderless, like, great. Yeah, exactly. I do think, I do think that's great. And mm. I think, yeah, I, I, there's no issue at all. No, there isn't. And we've talked about a few times before when we go into, like, uh, uh, shopping centers and stuff to get Amelia clothes. The boy section is always so much bloody cooler. The clothes that they have for the boys just look cooler. And I've been like, that's unfair because a lot of the girly stuff is just incredibly ridiculously girly, yeah. like way too pink, way too thingy. I, I remember I saw this great uh, raincoat. It was like a yellow raincoat, like the one that is it Georgie from It wears. <laughs> And that was in the boys section. I was like, but that should also be in the girl. That should come yeah. on. It's a yellow raincoat. Like, come on. And Amelia has exactly. loads of clothes. That well, she has loads of everything. And people have sort of like commented in the part the fact that she loves playing with diggers. Like, oh, yeah. you don't often get girls that love to play with diggers. That's great. And mm. I'm like, yeah, it is great. But isn't that quite mad that that's something that has to be pointed out? Yeah. Surely you can just let kids be kids and not have to worry about if they're fitting into the right box. Yeah. Because of what people decided they are. Yeah. Like, just let them enjoy what they enjoy. She wears all sorts of clothes. She loves dressing up as princesses. She loves playing with diggers. She just just loves doing what kids like to do, which is experiment and do... Everything, yeah. Play with everything. Mm Mm-hmm. It's mad that people would get upset about the idea. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But yeah, that yeah, that's what yeah. That's all that's what I've really got to say on that one. It's just Just chill out. Yeah. Too much going on in the world. Just <laughs> chill out. People are ridiculous. Number ten. Breast milk versus formula feeding. Well personally, as somebody who breastfed <laughs> No I didn't. Well, like, apparently there are loads of studies that, like, breast milk is, like, there's there's loads of research and stuff about how good it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are so many reasons why people can't breastfeed or why yeah. they may not want to breastfeed. And it's also proven that formula milk gives, is, is perfectly fine for babies and will keep them healthy and give them all the nutrition they need. So do what do what you want. Yeah. Again, I don't understand what makes you comfortable. Why people just because they're doing it one way? Why? Yeah. Why do you have an issue with someone else doing it a different way? It's 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 weird, isn't it? How often were you asked if you were oh breastfeeding or was it formula? And I, did you feel awkward if you went, "No, I'm I'm yeah, formula." Yeah, I did talk. I actually once had a taxi ride. Oh no, my it was God, a, yes. I was in an Uber and I had Amelia with me and he started asking me if I was breastfeeding oh. and how long I breastfed for 
And it was so uncomfortable. Because I said, like, no, I'm not. I did for, like, uh, like no, I'm not. It's like, oh, did you? And it was just, it was so odd. That's and I felt like, I don't know if you're judging me, but also I don't feel comfortable talking to you about this. A bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. especially you're, in a... You're my Uber driver. Like, like there's boundaries. Yeah, two strangers <laughs> in the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> read the room or read the Uber. Do you know what I mean? Number nine, medicating for illnesses. This is a very delicate topic. People have quite strong opinions on medicating children. Um, so I don't want to go into it too much because I think it's unfair. I don't know too. I don't, I don't know enough, I don't know personally, enough um, sort of facts about it to really, I think, have a have a standpoint. Um, you know your kids. Yep. That's all I can say. People, as parents, you, you know your kids. You know, you know if something's wrong when mm-hmm. they might need help. Um, if you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I'm wait until the kids at an age where they can decide. Maybe if that makes you more comfortable. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's this. That's a hard one. It's a hard one, but also I feel like that touches um i don't know it's um about being aware that kids can have mental health issues or suffer with with things very early on very early on and it's not like it's to be taken seriously early on always and it's not just oh they're kids yeah our kids will be kids you know it's like sometimes there are like You've got to look into things. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what other alternatives there are for kids out there. So. The science and the research is a lot better now, so we're able to understand. Yeah. Understand stuff like this in a bit more detail. Mm-hmm. Oh, number eight: smacking versus peaceful parenting. We're out of the stage of smacking. I feel. What do you the, mean? With the era of smacking. Oh, I the. Like... Oh, I thought you meant like us. No, 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 no yeah, the realize not stage. It's like yeah. the era of well, as smacking. As in society, your kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard of of it really. In, in, in recent times. In recent times. I yeah. think it's very much frowned upon. I don't think any kind of. I'm sorry, you know, there's one thing I will say, you know, I don't think any kind of physical no. um, response. To your child's behaviour is going to do them any good. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, it's, I don't it's, think that. it's literally just you're going to do that. Your kid's going to do that to someone else. Yeah, and then you're going to get upset when they do it to someone else. It's like, yeah. So, a hundred percent peaceful parenting. Yeah, I, I, and peaceful parenting is is tricky because because you're, you're negotiating with someone just who's just developing treat your kids how how you would want them to deal in that same situation. Yeah, exactly. It's it's leading by example. Mm-hmm. I. Why you would you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Don't use it, force on your it's, kids. It's, it's beyond. It's beyond our world. So. <laughs> yeah, I. D- yeah. It, it definitely used to be way more common. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you hear about our parents and grandparents I mean, talk like about school. schools, <laughs> oh my god, you know, Whoa. talking about getting caned and stuff. It's like, what was this? You 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 were getting caned in the seventies and eighties. Mad, isn't it? Jesus, what's going on? This is why they think we're wimps, and it's like, exactly. no, we're not wimps. You were just really mistreated. <laughs> yeah, the system was harsh. Still, it's harsh, but not like that. <laughs> um, giving solids to your baby. 
Um, this is more about the different ages that you start weaning your your baby. Um, How old was the meat? She she when she had. I remember what the food was. She was five five months, five oh, six months. Yeah. Um, Broccoli. We, we started with the baby led weaning. Yeah. I had not heard. I had no idea what this was. I was at my sister's birthday party, and <laughs> she's um she was five, I think. And someone sort of was talking to me about a baby and they mentioned the word baby led weaning. And I was like, what the fuck is like, person that person all about? <laughs> I did some Googling and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And it's the idea of not giving pureed food, just feeding your kid with soft board food that they can hold and eat themselves. So you're giving them actual food that you would have, but just soft boiling it, making it really soft and mushy so that they can pick it up in their hand and mush it in their mouth and broccoli all over the place. Um, I remember it being quite scary when she oh, it first was. ate the broccoli. Because the whole thing... Oh, it's terrifying. It's, they, um, they gag. It doesn't mean they're choking. When you're teaching kids how to, um, how to eat via baby-led weaning, they obviously have a different gag reflex because they're used to only drinking milk. So they will look like they're choking, but they're not. And the advice that they give you, they're like, if they're turning blue, then they're choking. If they're red, then they're fine. Then they're fine. And it's just like, oh my God, this is so stressful. Because your mum had her once and she sort of choked a little bit on a bit of toast. And and your mum was like, she's never eaten toast again. (laughs) It's scary, isn't it? When they... When <laughs> I was in charge of that, you yeah, I get a bit panicky over the choking. I'm like, oh my god! Did I tell you about the time I um I had a doctor's appointment, and then afterwards I went to um I think Itsu and I got some sushi for us to share. She was quite she was quite little, um, and I thought, oh, she can have some sushi. She loved it. It was great. I, I think I just got the cucumber one because I wasn't sure about raw fish shit for her. Mm. But um, anyway, she enjoyed it. It was great. And then I popped into Superdrug just to get like some shampoo or like whatever. And then she suddenly just started choking. Uh. And I was in the middle of this aisle, just like, <gasps> like panicking. No one was around. And I was just like patting her on the back. And like a bit of seaweed came out. And I was like, oh my God, this is... it was so fucking stressful. She was choking in the middle of Superdrug. <laughs> Choking on aisle four, choking on aisle choking, four. <laughs> choking on some seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> In super drug. <laughs> yeah. It when was, worlds collide. <laughs> it was terrifying, I tell you. <laughs> Number six is extended breastfeeding. Now, yeah. Well, no, I, well, no, I, you know, I no, feel like... I just think of, um, I don't know, having kids that are like seven breastfeeding, which yeah, is like... Yeah, probably. No. Yes, yeah, to be to be fair, I've never I've never seen it. I've never, I've seen, never it. seen it. I don't know what is um, breastfeeding up to three to four. Well, yeah, it says that the World Health Organization um, said that mothers should breastfeed for at least two um, for at least two years of age. There are no um, recommendations as such. I mean, I don't think it. I don't. I, I don't think it is actually that weird when you think of it in actual sort of terms of nutrition and sort of na- nature-wise. Mm. In society now, it definitely seems a bit more just because it doesn't happen and yeah, I just... it just seems a bit inappropriate because women are 
way more sexualized. Yeah. Which is what it really comes yeah, down to at the end is, of the yeah. day. It's like, oh, you're no longer a mum, mother, mother now because your kid's not that young anymore. So you're no longer mummy ish. Yeah. Your boobs are sexual again now. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. So, like, I don't think I can really comment on it. No. I mean, cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want to get up Do to. Do what you this. want. Do what you want. <laughs> um, baby wearing. So having wearing your baby in a harness the right way. I can understand why people would get annoyed if people are wearing it wrong because it can be quite damaging. Mm, there are recommendations. For um, like joints and stuff like the baby's hips and stuff. Yeah. Um, I can understand that. But I think that comes down to um, giving parents proper education, proper resources on how to do these things yep. and proper support. So... Just don't be angry at the parents. They're yeah. trying their best. I once saw this dad. He had um, uh, one kid on with a front harness and one with you know that the one goes uh, up the against back, the back, yeah. and it was like this like this double decker of like, two <laughs> kids. I was like, that's probably wow. a nightmare getting on and off transport, making sure the look the one at the top doesn't hit his head in the door, and the other one at the front's okay. You don't fall over. Um, good workout. It's a good workout, yeah. When when I carry Amelia on my shoulders, oh my god, I feel it after a while. I know. You know when you take her off your oh. shoulders and you feel like you've you're growing. I know <laughs> like, it's so strange. Wow. Especially when she sits on my shoulders because I'm like six foot two or whatever, um, and we have to be careful when we walk under branches and stuff. But she tells you, she watch did. out, she said, watch <laughs> out, and I'm like, I'm trying. Get on the road, daddy. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Number four, rice, rice cereal. cereal versus oatmeal cereal. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I've never heard of that being yeah. an issue before. I mean... This is number four, so apparently this is quite high up. This is quite wow. high up. Let's have a look. So, um, so apparently parents... it's nutrition-wise nutrition because people think that rice is a filler and doesn't have um, enough sort of um, nutritional value, but... Mm. A lot of it's actually been fortified with iron, which is often lacking in breast milk. So mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, if it's a baby cereal, if it's a baby sort of, um, so yeah, baby cereal, rice or oatmeal, they're going to have put the right nutrition in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it, I don't, I don't think it makes much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Same. I think it's personal preference completely. Again. Living. Maybe have a bit of both. Yeah. Get I your mean, kid used to different textures. There yeah. you go. Won't hurt. Won't hurt, <laughs> will it? Electronics for kids. Okay. That's L- interesting. Yeah. This is a big one. Um, just recently, um, Amelia was watching a video on my phone and I was getting notifications, like messages, and she was swiping up the notifications to get rid of them. <gasps> was she? I, I, I saw it and I was like, Oh my God. Wow. I was just like, you're like dismissing my messages. You know what to do. It comes down on the screen and you flick it up and you go, go away and watching this video. I was so surprised. I was like, the way she can, like she holds iPads and stuff and devices and the way she swipes. But it's the way society, like life is now. Yeah. It's just part of life. It's like when back in the day watching a DVD, that was something you did. And I'm sure... Older generations for like. Yeah, mm, we did mention much. this a few episodes ago about the whole. Yeah. yeah, 
but um screen time and stuff so but also balance. like in terms of like inside and outside i because especially during lockdown because she watched a lot of tv a lot more tv than in a normal in normal circumstance sis mm-hmm. <laughs> when i'm out and about i don't give her my phone really yeah i don't I'm, i mean we haven't been to any we haven't been out for a long, a, a, long a long amount of time in quite a while so i don't if it's a two hour i might, train I might journey, end up resorting to that but when yeah. when we're out and about just during the day i don't there's been a few times on my way to nursery or whatever and a kid is watching baby shark on a phone and it's loud and it's really frustrating because then Amelia's like, Oh, baby what's shark. That? And I'm like, Oh, nothing. I nothing. can't hear anything. Ignore. She's like, Ignore. I think it's baby shark. And it's like, oh. And you're like, Thanks, man. And then I look like the bad parent Thanks, for that. <laughs> yeah. Number Me? two. I'm getting close. Spoiling your kids. I, uh, you know. I mean, yeah, try not to spoil them, but also like. The kids. They're kids. They're lovely little things that you want to spoil. And they do cute things. I know. I say cute stuff. I love spoiling her. But, I like, I think it's also about what you spoil them with. Yeah. Because it's as long as it's balanced with actual love and affection. Yep. And, and not, ju- it's not, and not just, just like. Just, oh, sorry, we can't do that. Here's this. Do you know what I mean? It, in terms of every day. Yeah. If, you know. Just, just balance it. If you can, go for it. I don't see why you should feel like you can't mm. just because other people can't. Also, why is it such a thing about grandparents spoiling grandchildren? It's, yeah. it's just a thing that just has lasted for generations and generations. It is the kind of thing that's like, oh, no, I can spoil them because they're my grandchild. And it is yeah. a funny, like, it kind of skips generations. Like, the parents are going to be strict, but, you know, their parents <laughs> are yeah. going to, you know, ha- have a little more leeway. Yeah. Yeah, hence why a lot of people have so many great relationships with their <laughs> grandparents because they sport them true. for years and years. <laughs> Are we ready for number, number one. one? Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Look at this one. <laughs> no, oh. it's really jumped from, yeah, really. from spoiling your kids. <laughs> so number okay. one is raising religious children. Interesting. Um. Okay, my viewpoint. I think is if you want to raise your child religious, that is up to you. I think you can involve them in your your sort of like um, activities. What's the word? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like going to church or praying or um, whatever, but also being open in conversation about other viewpoints yeah the alternative and always just always making sure that your kid is informed and can make their own decision and i think that is what you should do otherwise it's indoctrination yeah Uh, me and you are not really religious um you know media didn't get christened baptized anything like that but you know um my family are not really religious but i got baptized in the 90s because it was just a thing you you just it seemed to be a thing you just baptized your children even if you were even if you weren't that religious it was it was just a thing and i don't think it is a much of a thing now so um yeah she hasn't been christened but yeah i think it is Mm -hmm. important if if you are going to do that 
let them know that there are people in the world who believe the complete opposite or or on or, or on different, different variations. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Don't say this is absolutely what you know <laughs> everyone yeah. should think. You know, because it's not real different. She'll, so she'll she'll grow up knowing our viewpoints and that religion does exist and people. Yeah, uh, and, and that you respect bit, that. You, and you respect, respect people's that. religion, absolutely. But you 100 percent make up your own your own mind mind and don't feel pressured. I think we might might do more stuff like that. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. Um, well, if anyone has sort of any maybe controversial opinions that they're willing to share, mm. we can um, collect a few few of those and, and maybe discuss, discuss them. them. On them. The podcast. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye bye.